if you, if you break down the core of it, I really feel like Allah is like this very calm, chill, like, like in this story, the Gotham man, like, I thought you'd forgive me. All right, go to Jannah. <laughs> I think like, it's, that's the definition of chill. I, ha I had one question though. I, okay. Um, so when I came here and I sat down, I was setting up everything and everything. I saw something insane, super crazy. What'd you see? Your shirt. Taha, what is what in the world? Where did you get this shirt from? Sure, it's us. That how is that? How did you get our logo, our faces on that shirt? Don't sweat it no. by MK. You got it from the freaking best, sure. the best quality. Yes, this sir. is the best freaking look, designer look thing. Look at that. Man. Look at that. That's our faces, bro. Look at that. It's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm blessed. Thank you, Michelle, for giving that awesome gift. Thanks, Michelle. I thought of something. What's up? Okay, so when you ask Allah for something and your life is it seems to be getting worse a little bit. For example, like, um, Ya Allah, want more money, God, we could give him more money, blah, 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 right? And within two weeks or something, boom, the guy loses his job. This guy's like, dude, I've been praying, I've been praying five times a day to Allah, I've been doing this, 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 and I... I lost my job. I asked Allah for more money. He gave me no money, right? And it's a complete hardship. This person, and this is so true because I've, I've experienced this. You can tell me if you've experienced it too. When there's a tragedy in the life, it seems like life is going worse. But when you look at it from a more further down perspective after life gets another you know, when life changes a little bit, like for example, if this guy applies and gets another job and he gets another job and is actually paying more than the previous job, he comes to realize, oh dude, I was actually fine this whole time. I lost that job if he saw it in a positive light. I lost a job and now I'm making more money. So Allah literally answering my dua. But you, he, he wouldn't have gotten another job unless he lost his first job. Unless he lost that job, he wasn't going to be able to find the second job. Maybe after he lost his job, he was full-time applying for jobs. He was full-on dedicated. He spent hours in doing it. And because he spent hours doing it, he was able to have that dua be fulfilled from Allah. Events in life that seem like they're negative are actually transitioning. It's like transitioning periods of your life from a worse experience to a better experience. And I, I personally see that as so true. That's happened in my life many times where it seems like it's a negative thing. But then I sit there, I'm like, bro, it's okay. I have full trust in Allah that this is for the best of me. I don't know what it is, but I'll eventually find out. And then once it happens and I find out there's a benefit behind it, there's a wisdom behind it, I, I become calm because I'm like, dude, I knew it. Alhamdulillah, Allah is doing this for my benefit. So every negative event that's happened in your life, you found a reason behind it that made your life better. Every single time. Hmm. Or is it just is that just when you're making dua for something and it, Allah gives it to you in mysterious ways? But is it every does every tragedy tragedy lead to benefit? I, I believe so. Yes, I feel like every single tragedy. Every hesitated on the first question because I don't know if every sing if I if I'm aware of every single thing that happened that came out to be a benefit but consciously whenever there is a tragedy or stuck for life in a tragedy if there's a hardship anything I do realize that there's always a positive at the end of the light so yes as of recently I realized that every single negative it has its positives in it and I guess technically there's two ways of looking at things. Either you look at things at a negative perspective or a positive perspective. You kind of find what you want. Does that perspective change the outcome? 
or is that is the outcome regardless of perspective? Like, if, if there's a guy who's like, you know, let's say there's let's say there's two alternate timelines, right? Okay. It's the same guy. He lost his like in the story. He, he lost his job, and he's like, man, maybe this is for the best. Maybe Allah Allah has something planned for me, and he starts applying, applying, applying. He gets a better job, more paying, and he's like, okay, yeah, see, it all worked out on this plan. Then the guy, same guy in a different alternate universe, he he got fired or laid off or whatever. And he's like, oh man, dude, look, look, like, I got, I was asking for money, I got fired, and then like, still applies, but he doesn't see that hey, Allah's looking out for me, so he doesn't have that, that uh, presence of Allah or that faith in Allah, I guess, at that point. Then he applies, 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 and does not get a job. Do you think that having that faith and knowing, hey, whatever happens for the best, changes the outcome in your life? Wow. Hmm. I think so. Reason why? Maybe not physically. Maybe not physically, your life is may not change. But mentally, if the guy's seeing everything in a negative light, his life is miserable. If, every, if, if everything you see in life is negative, your life is miserable. It's the truth. I know a lot of negative people who see nothing but negativity in life, their lives are miserable. Where's, you ask them what good things happen in their life, they don't, they don't know. They don't talk about it. So maybe not the outcome would change, the physical outcome. But mentally, the, the, guy, the guy sees negatives in the, the new outcome. The guy's going to be like, yeah, I'm getting more money, but this is bad about my job. At least the last job didn't have that problem. Now I have to be here exactly on time. My last job, let me come in whenever. Sure, I'm getting more money, but what the hell is money if I have to come exactly on time? I'm a slave now. He's literally trapped in a, literally in a cage. I'll give a perfect example. My coworker. Hate my coworker. I hate him. And I can say... <laughs> why? You don't know why? Funny fact. I don't even have a reason for disliking him. Wallahi. The moment I walked in when I first got this job, I looked at this guy. And I said, Ya Allah, why this guy? Interesting. Ya Allah, why this guy? I saw this guy, Allah, he's sitting next to me, dude. I saw everybody else, they're, they're decent, fine. I have no problem with anybody. This guy has got to sit next to me. This guy, by chance, happened to be the most negative person on planet Earth and the most biggest coward of stuck for Allah. This guy, he would, he would be all flashy and everything, like, hey, no, I do this, I do this, I hate my job, this is that, this is that. And then when it comes to it, he's like, yes, yes, miss, yes, sir. I'm looking at him like, what, dude, what the frick? Yeah. How are you going to be acting like that and then come to me all tough and like, he's like cursing at his boss. Point is, this guy had a job at my place. He complained 99% of the time, 99% of the time. He got a new job. He told me about it. He's like, hey, man, I'm, I got a new job. This is this is this. I'm like, sweet, dude, you wanted to go back to your country, your state. He, he had to go back to his home state. And you want to go back to your state, blah, blah, blah. How do you like it? He's like, eh, well, I mean, it pays more. He's going back to my state, but it's not really what I want to do anyways. I'm like, dude, you were complaining. He was always complaining about money. He was always complaining about wanting to go back home. He got both of those things. Now he says, mm, the job just thing is not exactly what I want anyways. That's the first thing he, he said about getting so a new job. So he never left? He eventually, he left. But when he, he told me, he, after he put his two-week notice in, he told me, he was like, hey, dude, like, this is, it's not the position I want. But, I mean, hey, more money, I'm back in my hometown. That means when he's in the position, yeah, he's in his hometown, yeah, he's getting more money, but then he's going to be complaining about how he's, he's doing something he doesn't want to do. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you want in life, bro? So basically you're saying, it's ungratefulness is a never-ending cycle. Yep. And gratefulness is a never-ending cycle as well. Prophet Muhammad said it best in hadith. Can you make sure that's not on the way of the camera? Yeah, not at all. Okay. Okay, wait, it was a little bit, but...
Prophet Muhammad said it best in the hadith. He said, for a believer, and let me pause right there. Believers only, well, a perfect believer only sees things in positive light. Mm-hmm. A believer only sees things in positive light. Believers will never see anything as Allah is, Allah is doing this to uh, negatively affect me. A believer would never think that. Prophet Muhammad said, for a believer, it's a very bizarre thing, very weird thing. Everything that happens in his life, everything happens in his life for his benefit. And if you believe that, you'll see the outcome, the positive outcome that Allah literally did as a favor for you. Subhanallah, bro. The truth. I mean, like, I mean, I think everybody needs to stop and think, well, why? I think I was having this conversation the other day, and we are like, I think we've made our, our people, like people in our generations and our community, have made... I don't know why, but I feel like they've made, like put, made Allah look like in such a negative light. Yeah. Like they made him look like he's an angry God. Yeah. People make him make Allah Subhanahu wa Taala look like such an angry God. He's but just he's up there. Not. He's angry. Yeah. He just, he's he's they. It seems like they look at Allah as like somebody who's like waiting to put people in Jahannam, which, which is come on, like. We've heard so many stories. That's definitely not the case. Like, they're like the, sort of the prostitute who gave water to a dog, cat, dog, yeah, an dog. animal. Okay, yeah, she goes to Jannah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, one of the most unforgiving sins is what? Zina. Zina. And she does, does that for a living. Yeah, I'll say, oh, you, you, you fed an animal, gave him water? You're Jannah. How do you look at that and say, oh, Allah's a, just a disciplinary God? Yeah. A, has... has looking for reasons no he's not that's the complete opposite he's looking for reasons to let you in you just have to be believe in Allah and have a good heart and I think you're good you do what you do what you can you try your best but it's not it's not as like strict and like unforgiving as people think and that's why people think that basically in their whole lives Allah is constantly punishing them like oh my life sucks the Punishing, punishing. I have an angry God above me. That's why. Once, If they truly understood that Allah is actually a merciful God. Allah says it in every single surah. Allah is literally the most forgiving, the most merciful. If people actually understood that part, they would realize, hey, you know what? Maybe he doesn't hate me. Everyone believes that Allah hates them. Uh, literally. Like, you bring up a great point. Like we, you know, yes, there's some surah, there, there's some ayahs that people, uh, that talk about his, like, wrath, right? And people always point to that. Do they know before every single surah? What, what is what is it? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. The most beneficial, the most merciful. Mm-hmm. Like that, that Allah being the most merciful is literally what the Quran is all about. That is literally the the the, the backbone of the Quran. And the only surah in the entire the fun fact, fun fact. If anyone doesn't even believe after that one, fun fact. The only surah in the entire Quran that starts with Allah's name. The first first one of Allah's name, Surah Ar Rahman. Surah Ar Rahman, the beautiful name of Allah. It's not the discipliner, the, the the giver of justice. If Allah was just, we would all be screwed. Allah says Ar Rahman, which which means the merciful. People people, they don't. They, okay, I'll tell you why. It's not because people just have a are bad at thinking. It's literally just our culture. 
It's literally just like, it's not people's fault, it's literally our culture. That's how we were raised up as children, more the fear of Allah, fear of Allah, you don't do this, don't do that, you're going to go to hell, don't do this. You know, Janaid, he said he was growing up in a different, the opposite way. His parents kept telling him about the mercy of Allah, mercy of Allah, mercy of Allah. And he asked me, what, what, what should I do with my kids? What should he do with his kids? I'm balanced. I said balance. I'm balanced. A lot of times I stop, I don't do a sin because I have the fear of Allah. And a lot of times I see something and I have an opportunity of doing good and I do it. Why? Because I love Allah. And I know He's going to be even more merciful on me. On the Day of Judgment, okay, there's going to be this guy who is being taken to Jahannam by angels. Right? And he's going to be crying. He's going to be crying. He's going to plead to Allah, Ya Allah, why, why am I going to hell? And Allah said, you committed these sins, did you not? He said, yes, I did. But I thought, you would forgive me. I believe that you would forgive me for my shortcomings and my sins. And Allah said to those angels, stop, let him go to Jannah. He relied on my forgiveness, so I will give it to him. And yet we, <laughs> what? All these guys said was, yeah, I sin. I thought you'd forgive me, my dude. And Allah said, yeah, come, <laughs> come to Jannah. You know, I, I, that's literally like the, the like, if you, if you break down the core of it, put it into like how, I really feel like Allah is like this very calm, like, like, chill, like, like this, this guy up in, this, like, Allah is just there and, and like, Jannah, it's like, like, <laughs> like, like, a, like a nice, super nice, like, chill, like, vibe. Wow, chill vibe. I've never thought of that when it comes to Allah. Because think about it, right? We like, think of, Think about it. He he can't he can't, he definitely can't be strict strict right. We, yeah. Everything we've, every story you've heard, you know, it doesn't sound like a very strict strict yeah. like being right. Yeah, not at all. And if you're not strict, what are you? You're chill. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, two, there's two points of it, right? Yeah, that's right. Absolutely, that's he's cool. <laughs> he's chill, dude. What the like, frick? Like, uh, Whoa. Aren't we taught to be chill too? Like, just be calm. Don't be, don't yeah, be extreme. Like, don't be. Think about Allah. In, in this story, the guy was the man. Like, I thought you'd forgive me. All right, go to Jannah. I think, like, it's, that's the definition of chill. 